0: Uh, Google, Catullus, snake-eating ass.
1: Hi, mystery.
2: You're swimming with friends in the lake. All of a sudden, <laughs> little Billy gets bobbed down in the water. He says, ah, something had my leg! Billy! He's gone beneath the waves. It must be time for another episode of High
0: Mystery! Mystery! Mystery. Hello,
2: mystery. That's right, it's the podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about those mysteries in our universe. Today will be no different. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Chris. And I'm Robert. That's our special guest today. You know Chris. Hi, probably heard know. You maybe even heard an episode that he hosted when he was talking about megaliths. I think you've done that twice now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Chris was originally our audio guy. You He's a sound be, guy. He likes sound. He's into
1: sound. If you yeah. haven't heard.
0: It.
3: I wrote yes. the theme, too. Yeah,
0: yes. that's true. Yes, that little...
1: The, the intro and outro. The intro yes, and outro, yes. Yes. Which you called something incredibly complicated and made no sense to me. Mm. It's still filed as like a, a omnibus, <laughs> <laughs> something uh, like that. It's like an omnibus, uh, spherical omnibus.
3: I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Uh, I just refer to it as music,
1: <laughs> is, not on the file just, you sent me. Music. <laughs>
0: Maybe he was referring to the Ouroboros, which is what he was talking the about, about. The, uh, yes. the Ouroboros, its own
2: yes. Uh This is the podcast where we smoke weed, and today will be no different. I have three of my little king palm rollies. They are packed with forbidden fruit and something that was labeled CP that I don't know what it was. She just wrote CP, so. Could be a lot of things. I'll let you guys muse on what you might think that would be. Uh, cryptid punch. Yeah, it's cryptid punch, which is perfect because today is another episode of Collins, California
1: Cryptids. All right.
2: I've been jamming on that alliteration, so I thought I'd, I'd give it to you today. <laughs> not, serve, uh, you up some, serve it up hard. Some hype <laughs> and hot alliteration. <laughs> uh, I'm about to spark this blunt, but it will not be the only blunt we're smoking today.
1: I have a blunt packed with um honey well it's a honeypot swirl high hemp wrap and it's packed with uh sunset uh sherbet. Yeah. Sunset 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 S- sherbet. Oh for that alliteration
2: all All day selling sunset sherbert down by the seashore with
0: sally (laughs) if you're in the know you're watching us live on
1: twitch because
2: we do that yeah (laughs) yeah that's right you can check out our twitch channel what's that
1: address from uh i think it's high mystery pod twitch.com backslash high mystery pod there it is forward slash get high yeah,
2: check in. <laughs> check in if you hit us up with a comment while it's streaming. There's a good chance that we will address it. Uh, we get lots of comments lately, and we always strive to put them on the show. So please comment, please like, uh, check out our Patreon page.
1: Uh, the first in the Collins, Patriots. California. Hold on, hold We've never heard about the first time oh. you speak, Tweet. Good call oh the first time I smoked weed yeah yeah
3: whole life the first time ever
2: yeah
1: what, what what was it like what
3: was it
0: about okay what was
3: it uh, well there, there's like a there's a there's a pre-log too so okay a friend of mine down the street we were maybe 11 or 12 or something like that yeah. he had some little beaties. you know what beaties are they're like the oh, yeah. hemp wrapped tobacco tiny little cigarettes Okay, Okay. Yeah. that's called a BD and I guess they're from Jamaica or something like that. And I was like, what are those? He's like, it's PCP. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and we smoked these BDs and they're non-psychoactive. So okay. we're like, this is bullshit, right? <laughs> and then finally, um, you know, one of those days... <laughs> Wait after, a minute,
0: slow down. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> you're 11 or 12
3: Jeez. years old. So goes, maybe 13 or 14, I think. Goes, maybe. These have PCP in them. And you're like...
0: Okay. <laughs> well no, I, and I look, <laughs> and and now you're like, this was <laughs> <bullshit>. exactly. <laughs> exactly.
3: I smoked way better cranked out at the ball. <laughs> I didn't rip
0: anybody's face off.
1: Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> I didn't even I couldn't even lift a car after that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I guess I was pressured. I didn't really want to. I didn't know any better, but I was like, sure. you know to hell with it. Uh, finally we did get some weed and uh, I was able to finally inhale and we went back in my bedroom and we threw on some rock and roll because we were all just little punk kids, Nirvana, Green Day, all that kind of stuff. And I remember sitting on the couch, Feeling kind of good, feeling a little spacey. And then I looked up at the speakers and I literally saw little music notes coming out of the speakers. Because oh, <laughs> it was my first time. So yeah. I was like kind of like the imagination trigger, I think, what was going on. Sure. So, and um, basically ate some food and uh, just sat on the couch and giggled and uh, enjoyed myself. And then I became uh, quite the uh, quite wake and bake stoner until... <laughs> until Wow, till right up till usual, so.
0: Was this the inception of the love for music as well, or were you already an audio guy by this point?
3: Uh, no, I was a young actor. Um, I didn't think I was gonna go into music as a career. I, I was heavily involved in musical theater and uh, pictured myself as a career actor at the time. Yeah, I can so, just see young Chris. I'm gonna beat De Niro! <laughs>
2: I'm gonna beat Brando! <laughs> uh,
3: well, I was really into Johnny Depp's uh, Cry Baby at the time. Okay, Yeah. Okay. all right. So that that would've been more like, more my speed. Did you give yourself like a little
0: teardrop eye thing with that like, <laughs> oh No,
3: God. but I did slick my hair back and get a leather jacket. Nice. <laughs> okay, so
2: today is an episode of Collins Cryptids.
1: California. California,
2: California Cryptids, that's right. All of these reside in California. Uh the first on the list is Tessie. Uh this is the Lake Tahoe monster.
1: Mm, been cool. there. Yes, yes, yes.
2: If you're not familiar, Lake Tahoe is a huge lake that spans both California and Nevada. It is the largest alpine lake
0: in all of North America.
1: Mm. (laughs) I'm actually Uh,
0: surprised I've never heard of this. Being from Northern California, a lot of winters, yeah. snowboarding in Tahoe, summers, going mm-hmm. mountain biking, not yeah. once have I ever heard of <laughs> well, You're both fucking noobs, all right? Tahoe does not
1: adopt Tessie like uh, let Loch Ness adopts. On, oh, on the, the contrary. contrary. They're <laughs> missing
0: out on some good... Uh,
1: Tourist you know, dollars. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I okay. Back up all of you. <laughs> Tessie is named after Nessie, and Tessie is put on a ton of business logos. It has become a cartoon character. It's regularly featured in the local paper. There was a museum, there was a hotline to call and report sightings. Well, I, I said,
1: uh, God damn! Ah, yeah, God, so bam, bam. <laughs> they've just been surviving on their snowboarding and <laughs> late-time <laughs> adventures. Yeah. yeah, we actually went
2: to Tahoe for a bachelor party, and I don't remember seeing Tessie around, but we didn't even go to the lake. Yeah, and there was so, a huge blizzard. Yeah, yes. a huge <laughs> blizzard, I an mean, insane blizzard. It <laughs> covered
0: all the signs for all the businesses. Before you continue up. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to ruin the whole thing and say that it is Nessie, and much like our Oscar Mm. the Turtle mystery, Uh, all the lakes are connected (laughs) by underground tunnels. And it's just, when you're looking for Nessie in Loch Ness, he's in Tahoe. When you're looking for him in Tahoe, he's in Loch Ness.
1: Or (laughs) she. Just going Uh, through uh, crossing the Atlantic. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) No <laughs> Just <laughs> those <currents>. yeah, <laughs>
2: that cool. uh locals maintain a large serpent-like creature lives in the deepest parts of the lake which for the record there is like an average depth of
0: 900 feet and at the deepest points i think it goes up to like 1700 feet deep that's crazy <laughs> yeah i yeah. wonder what the uh i mean it doesn't matter but i wonder what the difference is between like the tallest mountain in that area and then like the deepest part of just out of like comparison. In terms of temperature. No. Like in could terms of it? Height, like yeah. High it deep deep deepest, the tallest mountain in Tahoe. Yeah. Could it hide mm. the
1: tallest mountain? Oh, good question.
0: Probably
2: not. If you took it off at ground level and stuffed it down into it, I would think not. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> you know, cause we're talking about like four thousand, five thousand feet in elevation when you climb up into the mountains of Tahoe. Sure. So. But maybe not that
0: know. deep. If you chopped it off <laughs> yeah.
2: right at the lake level. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> as long as you chop it off right at the lake level, maybe it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. That's a question for... Just trying to paint a picture. Yes, certainly not steep. <laughs> <seen> it <before. laughs> it's deep, y'all. That's the point. Uh, uh, the beast allegedly appears in Washoe in Paiute Native American legends and was spotted by 19th century
0: settlers when they arrived in the area. So this isn't even, like, a, a new thing?
2: No, this has been around for a while. Was that th- the last time it was spotted? Was no. that the 19th century? Oh, okay. No, I'm going to tell you a couple more here. Uh, but it is just established that this thing has been around for question mark number of years. Mm. Usually my cryptids have either, you know, that old legend to them or they've got a specific date. This one has both.
0: Nice. Thank you for supplying that.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> In 1982... Two off-duty cops, Jerry Jones and Chris Beebe, or Chris Beebe, I'm not sure, were water skiing when an unusually large creature swam by their boat and kept pace with the 60 mile per hour uh,
0: speedboat. Hmm. They're going 60 miles an hour water skiing? I guess. God dang, that's...
1: Well, I mean, they probably... Weren't at first until something started chasing them. I just
0: picture one of them hanging on the back for dear life. Like sixty miles is way too fast to be going for like water skiing. Don't you go by
1: knots on the water? You do. You do. Well, I mean, I don't know if you do. I guess you would do that on the lake as well.
2: Yeah, I guess the average speed for water skiing is thirty-six miles per hour. Yeah, that's pretty fast. And also, you have to take everything with a grain of salt in these
3: crazy yeah, accounts. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> are We're disputing yes. the speed that they went, not yeah. <laughs> the cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy doesn't make sense. <laughs> 60 miles an hour on the lake, call bullshit. <laughs> well, all leads <laughs> to the credibility
0: of these men's stories. Well,
2: <laughs> and also, that was the average that I saw. So somebody's got to be pulling up the average. So 60 miles per an hour,
0: not crazy.
2: True, sure, yeah. not crazy. All right. Alright, and uh, in July 12th of 1984, so this is two years later, Patsy McKay and Diana Stavarakis are hiking and spotted a 17-foot creature snaking through the water with a hump. Uh, It bobbed up and popped out of the surface like a whale on three separate occasions. And uh, Patsy described it as being similar to a... um, periscope on a submarine
0: could it have been a submarine <laughs> snaking
3: i don't know about you know and subs that bend <laughs> fair and also uh, i don't know if
2: there are any subs in lake tahoe but maybe there are uh both women were certain it wasn't a diver a log or a large ripple they seem pretty convinced that it's a giant water beast. And
0: how many tabs of acid do they do? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> this is 4th of July? <laughs>
2: this is July 12th. Oh, July 12th. Yeah, yeah, okay. week after. Uh, there have been several sightings over the years. All of them are in even-numbered years, which may support your teleportation theory.
0: Or just the fact they have a migrational period of, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: maybe. I would like to see, like, if all the messy sightings were in odd years. <laughs> that would just be a nice little thing to know uh and up until just recently there like i said earlier there was a hotline to report report sightings and a tessie museum both are now defunct but just recently mm-hmm. it was a big
0: deal until just recently I promise guys
2: so yeah that's the uh legend behind tahoe tessie
0: so the mis- the museum's closed down now like if we went up to tahoe they wouldn't
2: we could go see the relic that is the museum, but yeah, I guess it closed.
0: Okay.
2: And also, who knows what... <laughs> I feel like museums, like... Rob and I have watched a couple shows where people get their house, like, dedicated as a Santa museum or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and it's like, just because they had 300 Santa dolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: So who knows what kind of museum the Tessie Museum It's like the trash is. museum from some hoarders, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. Here's your genuine license plate that Tessie chewed up.
3: <laughs>
1: That'll be $14. (laughs) I imagine they put all of their Tessie memorabilia and stuff in probably the Lake Tahoe Museum. Because, like, Mm. every town, every city's got its own museum. Mm. Even my hometown of Rio Vista still has a Rio Vista museum. And uh, I'm sure that there wasn't hardly enough to fill an entire museum and keep it operational for just... Right, the term museums is real loose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, before we move on from Lake Tahoe, I also want to point out that there is a mystery surrounding Lake Tahoe, which describes fishermen who pull up human ears Ew. or partial parts of human hands. Hmm. Because the mystery is that at some point, Lake Tahoe was a huge dumping site for mafia. Yeah and okay. victims of the mafia i could see that yeah so uh that's another little i just that's a whole another mystery in it, of itself so next myself.
0: time you go water skiing in lake tahoe and you feel a hand grab <laughs> you and, it's, it's just a piece of a hand <laughs> <laughs> look for jewelry and
3: throw it away as needed <laughs> uh, a lot of people will
2: purport that these are cases of a phenomenon that i can't remember i want to say it's uh perro or something like that. It's a phenomenon where basically, like when you see a face and where there's not a face, like mm-hmm. when you see shapes in clouds, when you uh, hear things like from the buzz of a machine or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a lot of people just attribute it to that, like mm-hmm. people just seeing a certain ripple in the water or a weird log or something. And just attributing it to a monster
3: So know. there's no record of like actual ears and hands and
0: you no, know. He's the, talking about
2: the, there's not a museum
3: for that <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, I'm missing I'm, hand museum. Exactly. I'm back on Tessie
2: for this theory in particular, but yeah, uh, yeah there's no evidence of missing it's hands. Like if you see a face in there, there probably is well. uh, okay. yeah,
1: right. <laughs> I feel like if you see anything in that giant lake when there's like a whole lot of nothing, you can attribute it to something. You know, even if it is just a small piece of debris or something like that that you spot from a mountaintop, you're like, well, that could be a giant serpent. I'll I'll just point out
2: again that both Patsy and her friend, uh, whose name I can't remember, Uh, I've got it right here written down. (laughs) Patsy and Diane were very certain. It didn't point out that they... Well, you have it to wasn't
1: be. a log and everything you but. have to be certain uh, you, otherwise you're going to be crazy yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff right. yeah your names are written down <laughs> yeah. in the
2: historical uh, record
1: you're going to go out with Patsy she's that crazy woman that thought there was a dinosaur in there. <laughs> <laughs> my god, you invited
3: Patsy
0: to my house. Do you see the dinosaur
3: right now, Patsy? I like how
0: your distinction from crazy to not crazy was just being sure that it wasn't a (laughs) log.
3: And that you didn't have your name recorded.
2: (laughs) Some people also attribute it to the fact that at a certain point uh, large fish were introduced to the Tahoe Lake Mm -hmm. uh, in order for game fishing and stuff like that. And so people just think that They're seeing these larger species than are, I think the word's endemic to the area. Maybe that's right. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy Uh, it. And so people were just seeing these really big fish and didn't have an explanation for it. Uh Uh-huh.
3: But I like to believe Tessie's out there. Do we know how big Loch Ness is compared to Lake Tahoe? Way bigger, I think. Tahoe's way bigger. No, Tahoe's Tahoe's smaller. Okay, I see.
2: I don't actually know. I'm basing
3: this off absolutely
2: nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be clear about that. Just the image he has in his mind's eye. A lot
3: of fact-checking on this show.
2: (laughs) As I understand it, in Loch Ness, there are several parts of it that are undiveable. Okay. And it doesn't seem to say anything like that about Lake Tahoe. Hmm. Uh, There's even a report of Jacques Cousteau going down in Lake Tahoe in the 70s to search for things and coming up and purportedly saying... What I have seen, the world is not ready for. Which could have been
1: the dead bodies. Yeah, it could, have, could have been. Could have been <laughs> a bunch the of Tessie.
2: It could have been just like a colony of crabs having a tea party and it just blew his mind too hard. <laughs> Maybe he saw Ringo Starr's Octopus's Garden. We'll never know.
1: That's so crazy. If I saw, I mean, if he said something like that to me, I would be constantly hounding him like, <laughs> what on. the fuck did Come you on. see down there? Come on. Jacques. Jacques. Yeah, all oh, I want for day. my birthday is for you to tell me what you saw down I there. I told you the world is not Well, I won't tell the world, just <laughs> tell me. I cannot. Maybe he just
3: started to resent his fame and just wanted to throw like weird factoids <laughs> that he didn't believe in at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's he just trying to him.
2: discredit himself in the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for uh, Testy. Thanks, Testy. Yeah, thanks for being
3: you. Just cute. like to meet him. Yeah. yeah. her. <laughs>
2: I like the idea that whatever they are is really just smart. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't really want to do the whole like fame thing. Mm. I just kind of want to be me. So the China. last
1: confirmed sighting of Tessie was 1984. Those are the most famous sightings. Oh, the most famous. There have
2: actually been sightings
0: all the way up to 2006. God damn it. Mm. And maybe it's also feeding off all the dead bodies down there. So it's like Could doing. Be? Doing civil work, cleaning up the lake.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's got its own underwater museum, you know? <laughs> finds other turtles and fish to come and
2: see. <laughs> Y'all, this is a license plate I threw up. <laughs> it's just exactly the same as the Tessie Museum on the surface, except Tessie is there running it. <laughs> okay, the next cryptids on the list are the Trinity Alps Giant Salamander. Mm. Now y'all have never heard of Tessie. Have you ever heard of the Trinity Alps?
1: Uh, you know that no. area
2: of California. Mm-mm.
1: I don't.
2: Wait, like, Trinity. Are y'all really from California? Tell I me. Feel the truth. like I, I have
1: <laughs> from mind. I from all up and down California. Yeah. But not really too too not too many times north of Sacramento. So.
2: Well, I've got a little bit of blurb about it. The Trinity Alps in California encompasses three national parks. It's 517,000 acres, and it is the second-largest designated wilderness in California. Which it makes works.
3: we assume it's also one of the largest in the country. Uh, with Yosemite being the first largest?
0: Oh, don't, wait, no, with don't know. California being the
2: first. Largest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would assume it's Yosemite, but no, I'm, I'm not actually sure.
1: Hmm. Um, is this uh, occupying, like, most of the desert, like the Mojave or... No, this is in Northern
2: California. I'm oh, pretty it's sure God, it's Northern? just north of, like, Weed and the Golden Triangle. It's
0: Humboldt. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like okay, Humble. Yeah.
2: I think it's north of that stuff. Arcata. Okay. And, and I don't know if it's, like, five minutes north or, like, six hours north because California is vast, yeah. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's up there. It's up North California. So, like, almost, um, what's that state? Oregon. Mm. Uh... The area has bears, deer, mountain lion, wolverines, and apparently a salamander that can grow up to 10 feet long. Damn! Mm, That's
1: right! I mean, even if it were like five feet, that would be very impressive, but 10 feet? (laughs) Shit! Right? I feel like most salamanders I've seen, not.
0: Maybe like a foot? If, if, if if barely. Yeah. there's what's
2: called the Pacific Giant Salamander, which grows up to about a foot, which was mm. probably the only one you'd see in California. Uh, when I was a kid, though, in Kentucky, there's a creek right behind the house, and we would go down there and find salamanders all the time. Mm. So many different varieties, like, I don't know what all the colors and, like... Yeah, yeah. so I've seen lots of salamanders. Very um, familiar with them. They get pretty crazy, pretty crazy, pretty different, and, like... All kinds of different color patterns and sizes. And I found some that were like that big and still like fully formed. He's holding up an inch marker. Yes, it's (laughs) (laughs) a teeny (laughs) one. It's a teeny. Uh, So it's been reported since the 1920s. Uh, And uh, a hunter named Frank L. Griffith was out deer hunting near the head of the New River when he saw five salamanders at the bottom of a lake ranging, ranging from five to nine feet long. He apparently caught one with a line and hook, but it was too strong for Griffith to pull from the water.
1: Fuck yeah, ten feet? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> I couldn't imagine trying to fish out a ten foot, you know, anything. Yeah. A ten foot piece of driftwood would be hard. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> a really good point. <laughs> Let alone a ten foot animal in its prime yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fighting to live. <laughs>
2: Why are you messing with that tit feet of drift? Training. i have to prove something to myself
3: <laughs> it also sounds like a likely story too he's like oh, i don't know what just snapped a line guys you know <laughs> i swear it was real i wrestled it good but it <laughs> <a whole> <laughs> this is the
0: tenth line he's broken it was huge i
1: swear <laughs> <laughs> It's
3: probably really three feet but he you know in order to maybe sell his story it has to be ted
1: yeah this does seem like a real big fish story yeah yeah for sure i mean That's common,
0: I guess. But like Rob
1: was saying, even three feet is impressive. Yeah, yeah, most definitely.
2: Uh, Over the years, there have been numerous sightings, all describing the salamanders as five to ten feet, with dark brown and black coloration, and sometimes, uh, like, yellow spots along their sides. Uh, In 1939, I guess, uh, Thomas L. Rogers reportedly had the opportunity to study one caught in the Sacramento River. Oh no! Well, apparently a fisherman had caught him in his net, the when he was catfishing, and uh, they never like explained why they don't have it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> they ate his immediately. Yes, <laughs> our it picture's was, not a thing at
0: this point. It was so slippery. <laughs> What'd you say? I said our picture's not a thing at this point.
2: I mean, it is nineteen uh, thirty-nine, oh, okay. so. Not everybody's going to have a camera on hand. True. So, not until, like, 2006 did everyone have a camera in their pocket.
0: I would
1: definitely take it on a tour of the city just so people know that I caught this amazing giant thing and that there are witnesses to it. Or if you catch it, somebody find a camera. (laughs) Yeah. In the
2: 1940s, a man named Van Harden claimed that he saw a large amount of giant salamanders in the remote Hubbard Lake.
0: I mean, it sounds like they travel in packs.
2: Well, he said he saw over a dozen this time, so yeah, it would indicate that they... Mm -hmm.
0: But all every sighting it's been multiple.
2: Yeah, it hasn't just been one. That's Except for the one that was caught in the uh, catfishing. He was just
0: the dumb one who got caught.
1: Yeah, and
2: we're also, you know, who's this thing? Right. <laughs> I feel like
3: this strangely leans into the reptilians. You know, like it's their pets or something like that, or it's a different could species. Oh, oh yeah, lizard be, people, you know. The lizard people are like a d- oh, different species or our salamanders seem
2: really down lately. We <laughs> 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 to take them for a walk. Yeah, absolutely. Let's <laughs> take them for a walk <laughs> in the human world. Uh, Apparently after the sightings at the remote Hubbard Lake, Jesuit scholar Father Hubbard, whom the lake is named for, and his brother Captain John D. Hubbard went on several expeditions in 1958 and 59. They said they saw them but had no evidence and many doubt the expeditions took place at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Many more do now too. (laughs) even see them no i saw them you didn't even leave your couch <laughs> i was there all winter and then
2: i saw you at
1: chanel's party
0: you were at the christmas party you, you
1: were came- making out with jenny You <laughs> came back just for that night
0: maybe there's like a world of giants like underground and there's like one small connecting piece in this like area and only the salamanders
1: can get through no, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Small channel to the outside world.
2: It would explain a lot of cryptids because a lot of cryptids are just simply giant Versions. X. You know, put yeah. whatever you want in for X. Uh, in 1960, oil tycoon and Bigfoot hunter Tom Slick. Extended yeah. his Bigfoot <laughs> search. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because of course... Did I go too
1: fast? Because like of course fast. an oil tycoon would also be a Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nick, Nick, Tom, Tom Slick. Tom Slick. was yeah. Yeah, gonna be like, Tom
0: Silver Tongue.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, <did> I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you doing today, Tom? I'm going to the oil slick. That's funny. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> But anyway, okay, in 1960, oil tycoon and Bigfoot hunter, Tom Slick, I don't know, it gets a laugh every
1: time. Bigfoot hunter. And Bigfoot hunter. Do you think he has that on his, like, office door? Tom Slick, oil tycoon, and Bigfoot Bigfoot Hunter. hunter. He's got two different business cards that he hands to people. It did say
2: oil tycoon millionaire and bigfoot hunter wow but i felt like millionaire was implied when you're an oil oil tanker uh but anyway okay so he extended his bigfoot search to include looking for the giant uh
3: salamanders but he and his team also
2: found nothing
3: Man. and few believe the expedition even happened
2: (laughs) (laughs) they didn't say that on this one so they went out there he even said that uh it was close to home, so he really enjoyed this search because he was able to bring his sons along.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, cryptozoology's
0: bringing families
2: together, guys.
0: It's like, if only we had reality TV then. That would have been a great show. You I know, agree. Um, mm-hmm. Oil no. tycoon and Bigfoot hunters search for... Watch his crazy life mm-hmm. and then yeah. watch him go hunting for Bigfoot. We'll
1: create that show, Jason. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so are you going to become an oil tycoon? <laughs> 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 How do you know I'm what, not already? You, yeah, <laughs> Don't think I could find an oil tycoon? (laughs) You don't think I could drum up just an oil tycoon for
2: this show? This guy. That same year, three zoologists from separate universities, Tom Rogers, again, uh, Robert C. Stubbins, and Nathan Cohen, (laughs) mounted a final expedition. They found 12 specimens of the Pacific giant salamander, which I talked about before, but they rarely grow over a foot. So they didn't find any sort of substantial evidence that those guys were out there other than these 12 uh, specimens. Did they
0: find maybe some, like a... Empty tub of ooze. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they did find a lot of ooze.
0: <laughs> but they didn't think it
2: was significant to report. Right. <laughs> uh, Tom Rogers took this failed exposition as the nail in the coffin for the tall tale. He wrote a paper about his skepticism in 1962. If a billionaire can't find it, nobody can. That's right. <laughs> we got all those tycoons looking out here. I've been out here twice. Put it to bed. Like
3: Oak Island.
0: It's no, they're the, milking that. It's, it's somebody who says he... I'm milking it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's the History Channel. It's, right? it's,
3: if they find it, the show's over, man. Like,
0: <laughs> no, because then it'll go into, like, what the it analyzes, is, yeah, where for sure. it's from. But that's for, for sure. another
3: episode
2: that they're Rob toasting.
0: Right. <laughs> we're talking about cryptids, that's right.
2: They could find a cryptid down there. We're talking about real <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it could just be a tunneling cryptid. Yeah. Huh? No. The Oak Island episodes were Collins cryptids all along? <laughs> okay, so in 1997, Kyle Mizugami looked, but again found nothing. Uh, and that's all, this is basically the story of a bunch of explorers. Because it's just about all these guys who took it upon themselves to go out and search for the sucker. Failed. Yeah. Although it does say some of them saw it or whatever. It just depends on what you believe and who's to say. Uh, There are a couple salamanders I want to point out. The hellbender, which is in the U.S., grows up to 29 inches. It's a big sucker. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, and it can go up to five pounds. But it seems to be like pretty exponential when you increase like the size that they can grow to because the Chinese giant salamander it has been recorded as all the way up to six feet and a hundred and thirty pounds. So
1: these could what? just be Chinese yeah.
2: salamanders. Yeah. Well no, that's significantly smaller than what we're talking about.
1: You said six feet. No, this is
2: up to ten feet for the China or for the Trinity Alps giant salamander. Well that's but that's five
1: to ten feet is what a lot of people are saying. They're not exactly sure, but if they saw one of these Chinese ones that's six feet long, I could easily mistake that for ten feet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not (laughs) I don't know how big it is. I'm imagining it's ten. I guess
0: ten feet's pretty different from six feet
1: and when
2: these
0: are babies, how big are they? The Chinese ones.
2: I mean, I guess they're still pretty big. I don't, I don't know. I could,
1: I'm just thinking, could someone smuggle? That's what I'm thinking. Uh,
0: and release them yeah. in the California
2: wilderness. That's definitely one of the theories. Uh, I guess they could. It'd be a whole different ecosystem for them to live in. A whole different set of like ap- adaptations they'd have to develop. Well, we I mean, never I, said they survive.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how different <laughs> their habitat is from the Trinity. I mean, it's a big area, and it inhabits a lot of. Rich wildlife, so I imagine they'd be living the life mm-hmm. of the Vita loca. Possible, so.
3: that's kind of what makes me believe it about these salamanders, though, because they're reptiles, correct? You know and amphibians amphibians uh, well reptiles and amphibians have very small versions of themselves and then they have like enormous ones i mean snakes or frogs there's tiny little frogs there's big old guys yeah. you know dinosaurs yeah. also, <laughs>
0: they're known for like being able to go into like long stasis of like sleep and stuff so mm. like for the period that they're not being found they could just be like sleeping well, somewhere for a long period of yeah, time that's All right. cool. cracked it Um, mic drop Uh, it
3: just does kind of make me believe it like if it turned out to be true i'd be like right on yeah
2: Yeah.
3: and uh i just wanted to point out too
2: there's a species of lungless salamander that was discovered in georgia and this was just like in the last 10 years so Mm. there's definitely still stuff for science to find georgia america georgia in the u.s yeah so it
0: breathes like Through its gills, exclusively.
2: Or I think they they breathe through their skin, which is why when you see Chinese salamanders, they have a ton of ruffled skin along their edges, and their fingers look really ruffled and everything. The excess flaps of skin allow them to absorb more oxygen from the water. That's cool. Yeah, because they just simply
1: absorb it through their skin.
0: Well, can scientists, like, back-engineer that and figure out a way to, like... Go yeah. scuba diving without tanks—that would yeah. be sweet. There's um, certainly
1: people working on it. Yeah. Well,
0: let Bring me test me. that. Well, I don't want to test it. When you've perfected it, you let me know. Yeah.
2: Bring me the frog <laughs> DNA. Go on. I want to make a concoction with this boy I found. Yes,
0: master. <laughs> so, like, are we able to breathe underwater? Nope. <laughs> Oil oh, you'll die horribly. Only the throw of the switch will tell. Here
2: we go. A couple other cool things about the Chinese salamander before we move on. They produce a sticky white substance that repels their predators. (laughs) I've heard of that. Chris and Tristan look at each other like 11 year old boys. I was was like, who's going to say it? So
1: it's kind of like the. there's a thing in the uh, water that does that. Oh, the that. cucumber. The, 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 the yeah. cucumber. Yeah, sure. Yeah, leave the
0: sea cucumbers alone, dude. All, <laughs> there's <laughs> enough
1: videos of people doing that. There, there was. <laughs> I didn't know about it until the jackass people did it, and so they inadvertently taught me science. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Brain biology! Yes.
3: There was that one Ancient Aliens episode, which I thought was of. Particular interest where they're talking about how humans have retro-engineered or reverse-engineered from the insects. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our modern technology is based off mm. a leg from this animal or a breathing apparatus from this animal. And, and stuff can like I? That. Yeah, antenna, like, all all kinds of just sensory stuff. I thought it was pretty damn cool. I've taken this ladybug's design and turned it into the perfect vehicle! I think X-Men did that too, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And He-Man.
2: These uh, giant uh, Chinese salamanders also make barking, hissing, and whining sounds. Dang. The whines sound like a human child, and it's given it the nickname, the baby fish.
0: You know, there are tales of people out in the forest hearing, like, very, like, human noises and things oh. like that, so, like, maybe they're just giant salamanders. Yep. Or
2: foxes giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to a lot of our show, you'll understand yeah, I get that, that joke. That <laughs> reference.
1: There was a, a cryptid that uh, always cried in the, in the forest. Yeah, the... Uh, uh, oh man what was it called it was something it was a funny
2: name I want to call it like the Gruffle or something I can't remember it, it was, was from, from an earlier episode Snagglepuss <laughs> it's not Snagglepuss it is it's not.
1: the Mr. Mustafelis yeah. yes that's the one yeah if you are Magical seen... Mystical Mr. Mustafelis it's the bungler.
2: Magical Mystical Mr. Mustafelis
1: Jellicoe
0: Jellicoe
2: Jellicoe haven't seen cats yet what are you doing with your life i haven't <laughs> now seen in the it i'm seeing cats. you're okay <laughs> i do want to see it though it yeah. looks, i'm curious yeah it looks yeah. like a
0: lap right i'll wait till netflix yeah yeah i'm not gonna see it yeah. um so yeah
2: that's the long and short on these salamanders but i do like your idea that there's like some portal into the giant-sized world and maybe that's where Bigfoot fell out of and the idol beast and some other california cryptids we'll cover on another episode but or, and there's just a lot of giants too in mm-hmm. mythology and, mm. and lore, so who's to say? Not uh, I. <laughs> any other theories on it
1: could be the? Mm.
0: I spilled my concoction.
1: Yeah, then, the secret of the use. Yeah, like, I like the idea. I kind of ah.
0: think that also could just be like river otters. Oh yeah, yeah swimming they have together a similar as a pack. Like yeah. profile,
2: they'd be a lot smaller. But, um, I mean, that, you
0: got, like, giant river otters. I was, was going to say, like, there, are,
3: that's, there are the ones in Brazil that get to, like, six feet long or whatever. Don't they swim in packs, too? So mm-hmm. if you look down, it might look like, you know, one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And we've said uh, that uh, each time, pretty much, that we've seen these, they've been in big groups. So. Yeah.
1: Could be a, a dogfish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From the last... The Dobarchu? The Dobarchu, yeah, The dogfish, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. those so were cool. commonly mistaken for sea otters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: A lot of cryptids. We're getting deep in cryptids, guys. I'm proud of us. I'm just proud
0: that we can recall something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Penangolin. That name, like, haunts my dreams. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's so somewhere. fun to say. Penangolin. That one
1: definitely sticks with you. <laughs> it's like a corn kernel
2: <laughs> uh the next on our list of california cryptids are the dark watchers oh uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes the people these uh sound right for like a little stephen king short story mm-hmm. made for tv movie or I something feel like that oh. coming to uh, this bow yeah they're also known as Los Vigilantes Oscuros. Uh, they're entities in Californian folklore, purportedly seen observing travelers along the Santa Lucia Mountains, along California's central coast. Okay. All these California
3: places we don't know about, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like on your way up to Pismo Beach. Okay, along yeah.
1: the 101. Yeah. yeah. Okay. PKH all oh, right <laughs> gotta Everyone, take the 101 to There's the no pch memes. and then <laughs>
2: which a uh, little fun thing about california do you know why we say the 101 the 170
3: because we're cool <laughs> elitism because <I> <laughs> they're <are> things <laughs> they are the thing That's we are buy
2: talking the about car. <laughs> No, it's not. None of those. (laughs) None of those are
1: reasons.
2: (laughs) It's not because we're fool or elitist. In the rest of the country, they say I-75. I'm going up I-75 or whatever. Here we say going up the 10 or whatever. It's because all of those highways originally were streets in, like, early days of Los Angeles. And so instead of being the 10 or the 101, it was actually, like, the Shepherd's Parkway or the uh, Row of Champions, or the Lane of Oranges. And so even though the numbers took over the names, people kept the the, and it's just become like a regional thing. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, whenever I (laughs) go down Highway 12, which cuts through my hometown, I've always just referred to it as Highway 12. Mm. It wasn't until moving to Los Angeles when people are talking about you got to take the 101. Mm -hmm. you got to take... Well, (laughs) (laughs) P-C-H. It only works some of the time. Anyway, back to these
2: Dark Watchers. Uh, They are described as tall, even giant sometimes, featureless dark silhouettes often adorned with brimmed hats or walking sticks that stand on the edge of the horizon and watch travelers.
0: So it's like the men with hats, you know, the men in black. Kind of,
2: yeah. Or like the hills have eyes. Yeah, except these aren't radioactive mutants as far as we know. Well, who does? (laughs) (laughs) You're right, who's (laughs) to say? They're often reported at twilight and dawn, and they just motionlessly watch travelers go by. So they're just Mm kind of creepily on the edge of your vision. Just popping up and watching. I kind of think
1: of them as the uh, people in the Dark Crystal, the mystics. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Because they walk... That was beautiful. Yeah, because they have the the walking (laughs) stick and they just kind of like look up from high and just stare out. Yeah. That's what I envision.
2: Yeah, not uh, not bad. It never describes them as having four arms
1: okay I don't really or tails does it say like how tall or short or
2: it says they're really tall even to gigantic proportions at sometimes with the hat
3: and the cane oh huh? that's that is you know I like it
1: yeah it's kind of creepy yeah. it, like it does it in
2: the right way for me for sure uh, no one has seen one up close because when they are approached they fade away disappear
0: and this can't be like considered one of like a mirage effect or something like that where it's just like the heat. Waves, or I
2: mean, you can of course propose that theory. Propose, I propose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> P- propose away, my I a- am the proposer. <laughs> <laughs> he says that on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I propose this idea. You know, because there's the fact where like you can look at a ship way off in the sea, and it looks like it's floating because of like curvature of the Earth. Sorry, mm-hmm. flat Earthers.
2: Yeah, no, it's the same concept as when you're in the desert and the heat lines raise up and look like a beautiful pool of water on the distance. Or palm trees. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, what's it called? Mirage Mirage effect. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And there is something uh, I wrote it down. I'll talk about in a second. Uh, These have been uh, mentioned by John Steinbeck in his Mm. short stories. Uh, Mm. If you don't know who John Steinbeck is, he's the writer of *Mice and Men*. Oh,
3: okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to read anything. I'll just tell you. (laughs) Famous work of
2: Mice and Men. See the movie. It stars John uh, Malkovich. (laughs) Uh, And his son, Thomas Steinbeck, reported having seen them growing up. He actually went around with an artist friend of his and interviewed a bunch of people in the area who had also said that they had seen sightings. So there's a book of a compiling of all these different sightings of the Dark Watchers. And they've been reported all the way up until the early 60s. And the thing that I wanted to talk about is called a Bracken Spectre, which is the concept that sometimes in mountains you have a rock that casts a shadow onto haze behind it. And the haze creates that silhouette and it harkens back to that factor I was talking about earlier, finding the face and Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And so like, you're just essentially seeing a dark shape in the clouds Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Unless there's a border with Mirage, you know? Absolutely.
1: But is the sighting always in the same place? No. Okay, then that. Well, I mean, could it be the same rock casting shadows in different directions? Or or different
2: rocks casting different shadows in different places? Sure. Atmospheric conditions, blah blah blah.
1: But they they all, <laughs> they all happen in this one area of California, yeah. and they all have this staff in hand type of thing. So I'm, I feel very few rocks would cast a staff in hand type shadow on You few. Yeah, consistently, you know, yeah. see the same thing repeatedly. so
3: Somebody's uh, just these are my statues. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, they just, He's just bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the <laughs> <a> sculptor. <laughs>
2: you get closer, it's just two twigs and like
3: a crude leaf painted on face. <laughs>
0: This is my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he just sits there and scares people for fun. He's just like, ah. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what's really scary about it? Like, they don't come at you. They just no. sit there and watch. Oh, like, uh, that's creepy, dog. Yeah. I it's mean, it. given
3: the circumstances or something, just having that presence and it feels, like, focused and alive. So that's the thing. My theory is they're non-animal. They're not even technically cryptids. I think we're dealing with more of, like, a specter. Like an sort of, Yeah, like, crossover from the spiritual realm type oh, of thing. Uh, maybe, you know? yeah. Could be. That's, that's their cool. capabilities. They're basically non physical, but they're like, they appear. Mm.
2: Ghosts. Yeah.
3: Spectres, you know? Yeah,
2: well. or some kind of other thing that we don't necessarily understand. For sure. A council. We are watching and convening and that's- deciding if the Earth should stay alive or not. <laughs> yeah. so that's really interesting.
3: Like holographic images from alien overlords yeah. or something. <laughs> they just send their team down and.
1: I'm the observer!
0: <laughs> that joke never stops paying out for
3: me. <laughs> any adjective, throw an ER it on it. That's exactly it. It's a verb. It's a yeah, verb. Whatever. We came up with this at the, at the house party. <laughs> it's right, like right. We call you, any take, any verb, and just turn it into, well, that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it works. Maybe they're two-dimensional <laughs> beings who have figured mm. out how to break into the third-dimensional world, but they can only view through this like panel. That's So cool. we can just see their... You must not
2: be seen mm-hmm. by the three dimensional beings. <laughs> no. If they approach you, fade back into our realm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something
1: there. <laughs> no, I like it.
2: Yeah, so that's the uh, long and short on the uh, Dark Watchers, which I would love to make a movie about the Dark Watchers. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start like writing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, before uh, we get into the episode. Yeah, yeah, I also
2: have a comment. <laughs>
1: All right. do, you, do you want to
2: promote
3: anything? Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I love High Mystery, and you guys have really been keeping it rocking, so it's cool to see. Great job. Um, You've
0: been, your contract is now filled out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll
3: take my check now, please. <laughs> 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 Laughing all the way to the bank. Um, yeah, I've got a couple shows coming up. I'm playing an Underground Warehouse show, January 4th, for Slightly Sizzled Records. Um, recently started working with these guys and put out a new record with them, and now we're doing another big party. So January 4th, LA Underground, um, How then does I'm, one
0: get underground? I was going to say, is it actually yeah. underground? Or? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes yeah, they so are, really yeah. Like, I mean, okay. there's basement
3: clubs that are rad and... You know this is more of like a warehouse in the warehouse district um nice. kind of off the map kind of
2: so underground know, really. like not everybody knows about this
3: one. yeah like yeah it's uh, it's hippie elitism at okay, it's best cool but, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm into it yeah uh january 17th i'm up in seattle uh playing the headlining show at uh, the uh, technically the underground <laughs> it's <laughs> called the underground and yes it is underground yeah so seattle friends know about that one and that's, then uh,
1: that's funny um my my mom for Christmas gave me an ad in a Seattle-based newspaper so for the oh, for yeah. that mystery, so we might oh. actually be able to cross-promote. <laughs> what's,
2: what's the uh, name of the publication? Uh,
1: I don't know. Well, I forgot. We'll, but, we'll definitely yeah. get
2: that name to you before you head up there. Maybe you can grab us one. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah let's see yeah. what's
3: up. And uh, lastly, chrisarrearmusic.com is getting relaunched. So middle of January, keep your eye on for that. I got a bunch of free stuff and unreleased content, and uh, I did new pretty pictures and everything. So come to my website; it's really cool. Well, you've got a couple <laughs> singles out, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, actually, got a ton and of new music. Sass to Mouth. Sass to Mouth. It's more clever than that. I promise. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: the title's better than the song, but you know.
1: Sass to Mouth. Yeah,
3: that came out under as a techno song under Chris Herrera, and then uh, my new solo project Once Daily has a single out right now called Slow Newsday that I'm singing kind of a Bowie style power ballad, slow grindy ballad on. And then Station to Station has a new single coming out, Seattle Rock Band. Uh, called Four Bars of Brilliance and it's just good 90s alternative rock so be on the lookout for that that'll all be on ChrisRareMusic.com
2: and Chris and I have been brainstorming just a teensy bit about doing some more music videos here in the coming years so keep an eye out for that as well I'm excited for that
3: I am as well, it's it's nice to have uh, friends on the acting and visual and improv side you know, it's just fun to enjoy other people's talents outside of your own field
1: yeah, fuck yeah, cool now, wow. the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, that wasn't funny. the show? It's so funny
2: to me how I can like, explain these complex things about nature one second and not know the difference between a verb and an adjective the next It's <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all the blunts, ladies and, and gentlemen. At I mean, least you don't have to promote anything. That's hard when you're blazed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Billy pops back up above the water. but There's something wrong with his eyes. They're bright green, and he says, "It's fine. I'm fine. Come with me deeper into the water." It's time for the end of another episode of High Mystery. For High Mystery, I'm Colin. I'm
3: Tristan. I'm Chris. And I'm Robert.
1: Yay! Bye. By the way, bye. bye. Tahoe and there was by much rejoicing. Just <laughs> a Tahoe test.